Welcome to Summer Camp Programming Podcast. We are back, and this week we are talking about specialty themes or specialty camps. Um, our last podcast episode in our themes theme. <laughs> We're on a themes theme. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, and so uh, I'm Kurt. And I'm Chris. And we are just going to jump right into it. Now, Chris, I know you talked earlier uh, a few episodes back about uh, your day camp is, is, is almost, it, it is specialty camps. It is, yeah. It, it's pretty much kind of a specialty camp that we run because the theme stays through for everything the whole week. Right. And so we're not kind of a day theme. We are a week theme. Or even with our summer camp, it's a all summer kind of theme that we go with. So Yeah, so, so the... Uh, I guess the difference between having a regular theme at camp would be if, let's say, your camp has its normal camp program, and you decide you're going to do a pirate theme, and so you might have uh, you might have a pirate craft. You know, maybe they're making a little chests, uh, treasure chests, or something like that, and you've got some decorations up, and you've got. Uh, kind of your regular activities going, so it's it's a theme that goes maybe through through camp. But if you were to have a specialty pirate camp, that means your staff are dressed as pirates all week long. They're always talking yeah. pirates. They're the crafts are pirates. The the activities and challenges are all very pirate themes. Uh, you're doing hunts for gold coins. Um, you're Maybe the registration uh, paper, like your the confirmation that you send mm-hmm. out, could be on a parchment paper that yep. is in like a pirate theme writing or what have you. But it's the it, it is pirates. Like everything is pirates. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the difference. It's just heavily heavily themed. Yeah, I, I even think like showing up at registration, like. Right. The the people at registration are it's dressed up. You got your decorations. They're dressed up. They they everything fits that whole theme. So it's an immersion camp. It's almost. an immersion camp. Exactly. That's a great yeah. way to put it. It's a great mm-hmm. way to put it. Uh, so uh, let's hear maybe. Uh, it looks like you've done more of these than I have. Now I will say, my specialty camps are always based off of a book series. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, or, or like, it might be a film series that has a bunch of books, um, but we kind of take that literary world and bring it to life. But you're kind of different where you have uh, very... I don't see the mad science on your list for this So, one. So this is it's my specialty camp. I, when I was kind of coming up with this list... I was thinking more of what we do a lot for our retreats. So we'll have um, special retreats in the fall and spring that everything goes towards the theme and an immersion of that. And so it's, you know, we do the like a princess. Um, who, who are these retreats and- for? It, it just depends on on what the theme is. So like our, our princess one is actually a mother daughter. Um, and so moms and daughters come and spend the weekend out of camp and everything is tied. So like our princess one, you know, we do, um, when they show up, we have, you know, they get their crown and they, um, we have a special, um, 
we call it tea time and they dress up in princess gowns and stuff and we have um you know we serve them everything is like the little crackers with like some weird avocado or something paste and a piece of ham or something and (laughs) and we have high tea time and um, and then all of our activities revolve around princes. So we do a makeover and, and the, the, whatever, the manicures that they get. And, um, and then even every little, like, uh, the activities have the kind of a princess, thing, you know, we'll make a wand craft mm, or mm-hmm. um, zip lining. You know, we, you know, oh, your majesty, let me help you up on the zip line. <laughs> nice, and, nice. and so everything that, that we tie into it. So it's, it's more of our retreats that I, that I kind of feel that we do our themes with. So we have, and sometimes we'll have open ones where, um, like I know our, um, like our zoo camp or our farm camp that we would do uh, is open. Anyone can sign. It's not a mother daughter only. It's, Hey, right. you do like animals come, come to our zoo weekend um, and help work in our nature center and kind of be a part of that. So basically so. you you create these uh, weekend, is it usually mm-hmm. weekend, weekend experiences that, that are called retreats, and you kind of put it out to This isn't another group from outside saying, we want to rent your camp, can you do the programming? You're, it's like a little mini camp almost that you're creating. It is. But we've had like, so our um, we call it Raising a Modern Day Night and our night theme um, and we've actually, it's gotten so popular, we will have church groups that call us and say, hey, you know, one of our guys went to the one that was open. Mm. We want one just for our group now. Do okay. you have any weekends open? And then wow. we run it just for a specific group because it's become so popular. That's awesome. So, but what what it happens in that us. one? So the night one, everything's night themed. And, it, and it's a father-son one. Um, so the princess is mother-daughter, the knight's father-son. Um, and we do, um, so all of my, like, I'll teach the boys and all my, you know, we talk about castles, um, we'll build a trebuchet and, um, we'll do like the fake sword fighting, um, and, and do different activities that way. And then even at the end, so the end of the week, we have a special campfire and we, we have a real, I mean, real sword. It's a, a nice decorative sword piece of metal. I don't think it's ever fought in any battles that I know of. But, <laughs> uh, and a shield. And we, the dads get to knight their sons. And so they will have a whole special um, something worked up, planned up that they could talk about. You know, And, and a big part of it is, is talking to the dads about how they tell their sons they love them. And then they knight them. You know, And I, I knight you and, and, and do a whole big thing. And I'm so proud of the man you're becoming and and everything's like that. Nice. And so everything's tied around that. But it's, it's Dad, a really you chopped I mean, it's a off special my arm. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some dads have a little fun with the sword. <laughs> We're like, no, no, let's let's not. Because it's, it's like a big old broad sword. It's huge. Okay. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. And I don't mean to do that, that Chris, but I, I have to. In today's yeah. uh, world of gender equality, uh, what if you have a little girl who wants to do the night thing with her dad? So- we and we have had that, and so we are currently doing working up one. It's a father daughter one, um, and so and we're. I'm not sure if we're gonna call it nights or what we're gonna do or how we're gonna do it. But and and I've had the same where I had a mom call me and they want um, a mother son retreat, and so so it's just and that I mean that has actually helped us because now that adds a couple retreats that we hadn't thought of before, and so we're trying to figure that out how it looks and what we want to do for it and. Um, yeah, because be I know there's definitely, you know, you're, you're going to get boys who want to do the princess thing and you're mm-hmm. going to get girls who want to do the night thing. And I'll, I'll tell you, growing up as a as an only child with a uh, one parent, my mom, 
I wouldn't have been able to do either one of those because mm-hmm. so if there was a mom son retreat, that'd be. I guess you could go with an yeah. uncle or a grandfather though. Yeah. Well, um, but I, it, yeah, actually, so this even um, two years ago, this created a grandparent retreat um, because it was that way. We had a grandparent that said, "Hey, I, you know, could do you have anything for grandparents?" And so that started a grandparent <laughs> retreat. Um, the grandparent thing has actually become a week long event now in the fall because it has gotten so huge. And so this has helped create other retreats and events because of these little themes that they like. Now, the grandparent one ended up just being more of a camp. Like, there's no specialty immersion theme. It's just we do all camp stuff. Do you have and, any kind of little lake by by you? We don't. So we, we actually... No fishing? Fact, <laughs> we, so we host it at a different camp because okay. of um, our big thing um, that we learned. We have bunk beds in our cabins. Right. Um, grandparents don't want to sleep in bunk beds. They, right. <laughs> they, so we host it at a different facility that has the hotel-style lodging. Nice. Um, so that way the grandkids can be with grandma and grandpa and they have a bunk bed in the room with a normal cool, like king cool. size bed or something. Still no so, fishing. Yeah, I don't know though. why grandparents. Yeah. And there, yeah, there's a lake there. So oh, we'll okay. Do, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, we'll do fishing there and, and stuff. Oh yeah. No fishing's a big one. Kayak canoeing. They, that is a big one for yeah. grandparent camp. They kind of like that, that kind of outdoorsy adventure. Yeah. And it's a lot of the grandparents are very much like, I want to share things I learned growing up exactly. with my grandkids that are stuck on an iPod all day. And so they want them to have that experience. But, That's cool. So right. what do you got? What are some of your specialty camps? So uh, my biggest one is Harry Potter uh, by far. Oh, yeah. And really that from beginning to, or even before beginning, we kind of try to immerse them, immerse them into uh, the the whole world where we would send out. And when it first started, we only had maybe 15 kids. And so at night, like 11 o'clock at night, I would go to each of their houses and within the county of, of whoever had signed up, and I would leave their their letter to Hogwarts, or you know, uh, I say, did you come on like some big uh, motorcycle with a side <laughs> Right? No, 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 because I so I did it, and I, I didn't want anybody <laughs> to see me, so I would just put it on you know the envelope on their porch, and uh, and it was on parchment and everything else, but mm-hmm. it was their letter, and uh, then I would you know skedaddle. And they would find it the next morning. And parents, they didn't know it was going to happen. They absolutely loved They're like, this is so amazing. And that yeah. was, man, word of mouth psh, from there. Uh, you won't believe what this camp did. But then we started, you know, over a couple of years, it it grew to, I, I couldn't mm. drive around all those places. Yeah. So I had to put it, put everything like in a manila envelope to the parents and say, with instructions, you know, put this outside where your child will find it the next morning kind of thing. And so they were in on it. They still absolutely loved it. Um, and, but everything, you know, we, we definitely did a, uh, we didn't make it Hogwarts camp for a, a few different reasons. Uh, we made a Harry Potter camp, but we, it was like the American version. We were like a shoot off from, from Hogwarts. So, we didn't have to play the characters from the books, right? We didn't have to have like yeah. Snape and McGonagall. We were our own characters. Um, we could change up the uh, the classes a little bit and the activities, so we could make it our own. But the biggest thing was if if any if Warner Brothers came to us or anybody was yeah. like, "You can't be doing this," I I had it to where I could easily just change it from Harry Potter camp to Wizard camp. 
and mm-hmm. because we were already we had our own houses, you know. Um, yep. Uh, like, did you do Quidditch? Did you play? We Quidditch? did do Quidditch, uh huh. Oh. And we did we did everything that the kids would expect: potions, Quidditch, yeah. Um, the Triwizard uh, tournaments, uh, things like that. So we did all the stuff from the books. We did trivia from the books. We did uh, wand making. They would duel. Uh, just all kinds of uh, different things that you would see in the books so the kids could experience actually going to this. We wore robes. Um, we were in costume. We were like I was Professor Jackson. I was not Kurt. I was not Moose. <laughs> and the kids would get points if they came in any kind of Harry Potter attire. Uh, for their team and so we definitely had the houses we had the sorting hat everything and uh it was it was great um but it was separate from our regular day camp like day camp would be going on this is a separate uh, Mm -hmm. camp uh so and and you would get kids at this camp who would not ever have gone to my day camp right so they're they're the book kids they're the kids they don't want to do kind of the the outdoor fishing kayaking games or anything they harry potter is their thing so i had to have very little crossover um so it was neat to be able to reach you know reach those kids to come to our programs and have a whole separate thing that attracts people so that's cool yeah yeah when i was looking up kind of some ideas and themes and stuff that is a very popular one a lot of them do that and i've been wanting to call some of these camps and see if it's still as popular because the books are a little older um, I mean, I think they still have a, a lot of readers nowadays, but I know, I mean, the generation kind of right after me, the millennial generation was the big Harry Potter generation that grew up with the books. And so I wonder if this Gen Z is, is still as into it as as everyone else. And So here, here's my take on that. So after all the movies came out and, and the books came out, I was done. I was like, we're going to cancel camp. It's done, right? Like everything's yeah. out. And uh, so I contacted all the parents and I said, Hey, I'm going to be selling off all, all of our props and stuff like that. And instead of them saying, yeah, Hey, I want to get this. This is, they were like, Oh, please don't please do this camp because, <laughs> uh, you know, Jason's younger brother wants to go. And, or, you know, there's, then I realized, okay, there are all these kids coming up that are still reading the books that want to go to the camp. And what other book series has its own part of a theme park? Right. Yeah. So you've got people like if you go to I don't live far from Universal here in Florida, you go and people are go there dressed Mm -hmm. um, with their robes and everything, (laughs) you know, just go on a few rides, but just to experience everything else. So I don't think it's going to die out for a long time. And now you've got the new movies that aren't, you know, aren't as good, obviously, but it's it's still going. It's still going strong. Um I don't. I think doing a Harry Potter camp uh, right now, you're still going to get a lot of interest. Yeah, I, I'd say when we were down in Nashville at the national conference, um, we went and toured a Y camp, and they had an official Quidditch field. Oh wow! And like I mean, very nice, well made, and that was one of my questions. I'm like, oh, I, I, is this still popular? Is it still because you spend a lot of money making this field? <laughs> Do you right. Know how long is it going to last? That's true. And, so, and that's it's definitely cool. not one of those those one shot like. You know, was it a year or two ago? Uh, if you'd done a Pokemon program, yeah. it would have been huge. And that's mm-hmm. done. Like, you know, maybe this yep. summer, if you decide, hey, I'm going to do a Fortnite program, it might be huge. Yeah. But 
next summer? Probably not. Harry It'll Potter's going to be yeah. around for a while. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. So one of the one of the ones we do, um, and that has been some it's some years it's hugely popular, and some years it doesn't. Um, we nailed it, craft camp, or even um, Pinterest camp. Um, we've called it, and it's it's all crafting and and making things. So um, and we even we will bring in um, specialty kind of speakers that crafty people oh. um, that will come and kind of teach others like, hey, I I know how to quilt, so I'm going to teach you how to do a special quilting technique. Or um, I know my wife will um, she folds books in a certain way that they spell words oh, wow. so that when she it's really cool and so she kind of taught people how to do that or i i did a class on pallets and like here's how you tear apart a pallet so you you know the easiest way to tear apart a pallet to use it for crafts and things like that um and then we start that with teens we don't okay. we don't really do that I was with gonna the younger ask ones who, so much what, what age yeah. group this is for teens and up um and then it's it you know and depending on what who we have come in usually helps it become a little more popular. Like if we have somebody that's that whatever their crafts are selling like crazy on Etsy or something, then more people like, Oh yeah, I want to see how to do that. Or I want to learn that. Um, but it's kind of a cool thing. So everything's crafting. And then um, we are a Christian camp. So we have chapel messages and stuff. And it's so funny because during this camp, we let, um, everyone sit at their tables and craft while a chapel message is going on. And so, and we say like, we almost need to do this with kids because they're fidgety too. You know, they need something right. to do while they're listening. And it's, it's hilarious to watch teens and adults, you know, sit there and they'll, they'll like kind of keep their sewing machines quiet. <laughs> Sometimes you hear a sewing <laughs> machine going along. Well, um, but it is a neat, I mean, just a very interesting. And then people usually have several crafts afterwards to do. But but we have learned that it has to be um, and I've I've done like a scrapbooking camp that's very similar. But eat all of your everything has to be where they can continue to work. Um, a lot of them come; they don't want to stop working and go down and eat. Or um, we don't oh, do wow. a lot of the activities. Like they don't. Um, we'll open up zipline, and we have very few people that will take us up on the zipline or something. They just want and work and and socialize while they're working but but the whole theme is all about crafting the whole time that's so interesting that. so, although i will say the uh it's either the number third or number fourth most popular most viewed youtube channel right now is five minute crafts yes and yep. <clears throat> their their big ones are the hacks the life hacks but they're yep. all the hacks are are some kind of crafty you know, it's like cutting something to make something else or, mm -hmm. you know, even like the camp crafts, it would be, you know, here's how you, you cut um, uh, a Ziploc kind of box to hold your toilet paper when you're camping and that kind of stuff. So uh, that may be something, you know, little hacks yeah. that you can add to your life hack camp <laughs> or, or just a little maybe one little workshop in your nail it camp mm -hmm. but yeah that's interesting i never really thought of that all right yeah. um my next one would be superheroes you know mm. going off the the super are you dc or marvel oh marvel um but oh. comics <laughs> oh i don't read comics but yeah. i would say if i did i'd be a dc comics person okay. uh because of batman or um yeah would be like Batman being one of my favorites. And uh, so those are definitely the characters that I know flash and, and those are the yeah. characters that I know growing up 
uh, Marvel really didn't know those characters until the movies started coming out, except for, of course, Spider-Man. But yeah. um, So, anyways, with the superheroes, and I think with a lot of these, um, the camps that I've done in the past and put together, is that the kids are like in training for these specialty camps, right? So they're with Harry Potter camp. They're at the school to become a wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, at superhero camp, they're becoming heroes. And mm-hmm. so we try to take the, the, these activities that would be like hero trainings, right? So strength and speed and, you know, whatever that, yeah. that special power they might have, but within like human, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, as far as a human can go kind of thing. Um, but also talking and tying in what you can, how to be a, an everyday hero and, and heroes that are within your community and what that means. And, you know, um, and kind of tying I can see in bringing in firefighters. Exactly. And exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, and, and even, you know, teachers and, and, yep. but anybody can, even an accountant can be a hero in their own yep. way. You know, they're a hero to their family for providing, you know, whether whether that be mom or dad, they're providing for their family and they're raising their kids to be the best. So that's they're a hero in in their little small group. Um, so yeah, there's there's a, a lot of tie in and a lot of ways you can make that camp very meaningful. Yep. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I was actually so I am a DC fan. I'm Superman, I guess mainly because my last name is Kalal. Right. And his real Makes name sense. on planet Krypton is Kalal, which is close enough. Um, and I just sat through a class at Mid-States um, conference this last week, um, and they talked about how his alter ego is Clark Kent. He was born Superman, right. but he had to figure out how to be. And so, and it was kind of cool how they tied that in, like anyone could be a hero. You know, he was, that was the, his alter ego was the the normal person. I'm like, that's kind of cool. I like that. So, <laughs> right. But, so another one of my specialty camps or retreats that we do, um, we top junior chef. This is or popular. Or top chef, but yeah. it's kids. It's huge right now. Um, and so our actually our current program director is our he's our he's not our chef during the summer, but he's he's our in house chef. Um, he is very very good at cooking and stuff. And then um, kind of helping kids get to do this. And so you tie everything around food. It's all you know. Um, you have your eating times where you're eating food that another top junior chef made at each meal, um, or you were a part of, you know, depending on who, whose turn it is. But then also in between meal times, you're learning some different techniques. So here's how to add this to make it taste a little bit better. Or, or you have the competition where, okay, you're going to make this and you have to include this weird ingredient mm-hmm. that may not be normal. Um, in fact, I, I just heard a, a great one this week um, that I'm going to try where you're making salsa. And so because everyone kind of has their own salsa recipes and, and different stuff. But then you you throw in a weird ingredient like, OK, but everyone has to use blueberries in in their <laughs> favorite salsa recipe and, and things like that. And so we're going to try that. We're going to add that in and, and be a part of it. But yeah. So- Cooking is huge right now. So, so here are my and thoughts. And then I get to be I get to be Gordon and just yell at everyone. Worse. <laughs> like, <is> <laughs> yeah. Well, my thoughts here are like I am not a cook. Ne- never have <laughs> been, and so I would feel like th- this would not be uh, a camp or retreat that I would go to, just because I feel like. I couldn't compete. Like, I wouldn't know. You, you give me, I can't even cook, like, or I can't even put together salsa. I don't know what's in it. So you add blueberries, and I'm just going to come up yeah. with this concoction that is absolutely horrible. Um, so do they get any kind of, 
like these kids or these teens or these whoever, they come with some kind of cooking knowledge. Do do you give them like any prep ahead? Hey, we're going to be making salsa or whatever. Yep. So they they know what the competition's going to be, so they can look up stuff ahead of time and okay, things like that. Cool. But it is very much. Um, it's kind of a I don't know, like we don't expect to get every kid in in our um our our weekend it we very much expect this is the kids that love to cook or like the crafting head these are the kids you know the teens that come that enjoy crafting and so we try and have such a wide variety of these special retreats so that we hit every kid somewhere in the way no i totally get it here's my other thought is isn't it this a waste of food Oh yeah, totally. So <laughs> you're okay with that? You're like I eat most of it. Most of it goes into I w- my body. <laughs> and, and you have a lot of animals that you can feed yeah, too. Yeah, but yeah. whenever I hear camps doing like these big competitions during their regular camp program, I'm like, man, it seems like a, a big waste of of food. But you know, yeah. our retreats are they're not super huge. I mean, we we try not to go over about forty. We keep them. I mean, yeah. this isn't a huge huge week, and so um, and then like especially with the the chef one I, it 20 is almost too many for this mm. and so we keep it because our kitchen's just not big enough we can't put I mean, 20 kids in the kitchen is, is rough right so but. all right cool cool i need to go to like a cooking class or something i really uh, yeah it's fun. i'm horrible at it but i am i I'm can follow directions <laughs> like I, yeah craft macaroni and cheese man i'm a whiz at because i follow the directions but yeah. if i'm going to be creative forget it I'm talking, no <laughs> there is a show and I, we love it's called nailed it and it is um they go and it's it's three normal people but then they show them like oh you're gonna make this unicorn cake and the people bomb every time and they, right. they don't help them out like they cut their time down like this should take two hours you only get an hour to do it yeah and it's so funny because the then the people come up and like they pull you know pull off their top and like nailed it and it you know it looks like a candle <laughs> or something oh i love it because it is just so funny and the the, the host is very nailed sarcastic it. and like yeah yeah you did you know like that it's like all those looks like uh, an animal. Have, have you ever read like those blog posts where they said, we're going to try to do this Pinterest thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like, it's nailed it. And it's just awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that is, that is how this show is. And I love it. Uh, my next one is star Wars. And mm-hmm. you know, I've got a, uh, an, an ebook on patchwork about all the different activities you can do with star Wars. Again, the kids are there for Jedi training. Yes. Right. So they so are. Do you do like lightsaber lightsab- training? Like how to right. Yeah. Exactly. So there's lightsaber training that you know it's 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 pool noodle, <laughs> but we make mm-hmm. like lightsaber. So basically, you take a dowel, you put it in. Yeah, you build a whole lightsaber, uh, and you know, I mean, there's there, there's so much you can do with that camp, and and from the different Star Wars like style foods or themed foods. Mm-hmm to crafts, to activities and challenges. And, uh, it's a, it's a fun one. Yeah. I like that. Um, so. and, and, and popular. And, and while that is not based on really a literary kind of series, though, there are a ton of star Wars books. Um, it's still one that's, that's very popular and, uh, continues to be popular. Yeah. I, I didn't say you can even tie in robotics 
with it and, oh, sure, and all the robots sure. that are in Star Wars. So that's cool. I like that one. So so my last one is I haven't even I have not done this, but it's something I want to do and I'm trying to figure it out. Um, it's kind of tied in with Survivor, but it's more of the zombie camp. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're surviving. You know, when you come to camp, the zombie apocalypse has happened. How do you make sure that you're going to make it to the end of the weekend, you know, or whatever, or end of the week if you do a whole week, and and tying all that in, and oh, and and you could tie in. I mean, this I probably would not do with younger kids because it's a little scary, but tying in like, hey waking them up and at late at night hey, we got to go there's there's zombies nearby we're going to a different cabin and moving and grab what you can you know and we got to book it I, I i saw this online like this is really cool i want to figure this out and i've just so i haven't done it yet so i don't know how good it will be but just tying it in with the survivor and so you would still do the flint um to start a fire you'd still do you kind of building shelters or building even a fort to keep yourself safe um and, and tying that in with the survivor kind of theme, but yeah, well, I'm like this. Would where be did cool. you said you saw the zombie camp online? I, it was some camp that had this as a whole week long camp yeah. activity. It's a, like, That's I, cool. it's you probably saw Guard Up, which is um, okay. up in I think Maine or in, in the New England area, and they've been doing this for a while. And uh, and yeah, that with like Nerf guns and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and and with the I, I think it was this camp, but they kind of. Part of it is doing little science experiments to find a cure uh, and then going out and they have volunteers that come in. I'm I'm pretty sure it's guard up, but it was one of the zombie camps that I saw, but they have volunteers that come in and they're, you know, they're the zombies, they're adults, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. you got to like shoot them and and run. Don't get caught. Um, Yeah. Because we even have the aerial, or not aerial, the archery dodge. So we have oh, right. the bows and arrows with the foam tips. I'm like, oh, that could be somebody's weapon. Is, right, you know, right. Here's, you have Nerf guns, you have the archery dodge, and these are your weapons to have. So Yeah, and I think if you yeah. if you add in elements of, yeah, we got to find a cure, um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you can go on hunts for different, um, you know, for this cure, we need this element or we need whatever. So you go out and, and hunt for those or maybe follow clues as to where they are that you can really kind of make this a, a camp that has different layers to it. Yeah. Um, be fun. Because I even thought with hunting for food, finding, for sure. hey, we got we to gotta go get cans of food to bring to the kitchen to then cook for meals and stuff. But yeah, I lo- I mean, even the whole LARPing scene and getting the foam swords and all the foam weapons too. I'm like, that would be just cool and neat and different. Exactly. And- so, uh, my next one yeah. is Camp Half Blood. So this is based on the uh, Percy Jackson series, mm-hmm. uh, and again, so they're going basically to train the camp to be, you know, they're our, our kids are demigods, <laughs> mm-hmm. and doing all the, you know, at, at, at Camp Half Blood they did archery and they did trainings, and that's where you'd have the Cyclops kind of archery target and. They, they even did capture the flag. Like they did capture the flag. <laughs> exactly. Normal camp game. <laughs> <laughs> they were around the campfires and everything. Um, so having the camp half blood was so popular that we added camp Jupiter um, after that. And camp Jupiter didn't get as much uh, registration, but it was still success. And so people love the books. Now this is definitely a, a series that, is maybe not, you know, going to have the lifespan Harry Potter will. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, do it. We Camp Half Blood is not going to have have that kind of registration, and we're not going to do. You know, with Harry Potter, we had multiple weeks. Yeah. Camp Half Blood is one week. Uh, yeah. So, but also, you know, with with that, if you're doing a secret agent camp, would be another one you can do, right? So, uh, based on maybe the the young James Bond series mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, but if you didn't want maybe that training, you know, I've done a, not a full camp, but I did a, a small, smaller program on 39 clues. So mm-hmm. around that series where the, uh, kids go around solving clues. It's, it's kind of this whole mystery that they're trying yeah. to figure out. Giant escape room camp, <laughs> giant escape room camp, right? <laughs> they're like, Oh, another puzzle, please. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. The So I touched on a little bit, but we do with our nature center, um, we could have, and we, we haven't just done short little things, but having a zoo camp, or if you have a farm, a farm camp where the kids come in and they do the work too, and yeah. kind of learning yeah. what it's like. Um, be cool. I do always worry anytime we have our nature center and stuff, the kids always leave like, oh, I want a skunk. And so <laughs> having maybe like, mm, you need to know how much work is involved in actually owning a skunk or actually owning a pet fox or even even a simple bearded dragon. Like you can't just go to Petco and buy one and everything's hunky dory. Just learning like, hey, you're cleaning up after it. You're doing this and you have to do checks on it and, well, and having all that where they would learn. That's one of the things like when they come out with um... – Movies like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yes. all the kids want the turtles, or they come up yep. Peter Rabbit. Everybody wants to get a rabbit, and then they don't take care of them, and all of a sudden there's all these turtles yeah. and rabbits that have no homes. Um, but how cool would it be to just to kind of put out that promo? Oh, did you see Teenage Mutant Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles and your kid wants a turtle? Have them come to camp to see what it's like to take care of one oh. before you get it for them. That just means now with the new Dumble movie, I gotta get an elephant so I can show <laughs> show the kids how hard it is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I already know without having to get an elephant how hard. Come on, that you want to be a circus clown, so you I tie know, that whole that. thing yeah. in. Oh, perfect! That right up your alley. Interesting to have an elephant. <laughs> I, I saw on your um, on your list, you kind of didn't talk about Amazing Race. Oh yeah, I, I see it here at the top. T- Amazing Race and Survivor a lot of times go together, but yeah, the whole. Amazing, right? I, it's such a fun because you're you're creating these constant challenges and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the way Amazing Race is set up too, you get to a point and then you can stop. So like, okay, you made it to this location. Great. Here's your time. Mm-hmm. Now it's bedtime. We're going to bed. We're <laughs> right. going to start up again exactly. tomorrow. Um, so In a different quote-unquote country. But yeah, different country, different area, different you know whole theme that's going on. Um, but it's such a fun, almost like a, I don't know, I, I always think of Amazing Race like a giant treasure hunt or scavenger hunt mm-hmm. that you, you're competing these activities and things to do. Um, and it's part, part of ours that we've done. I mean, we have these little um, escape boxes that you have to figure out. So that has become part of it is, is working through the escape box is one of the. the right. Nice. Whatever the, 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 the challenge of the race. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So. The um, you talked a couple of episodes back about a team building camp. That's mm-hmm. amazing race is what that is because you're doing yes. it either at least with another person, but probably in a, in some kind of a group. And mm-hmm. so that's really what what it is. It's a team building program in, in yep. essence. And I do remember when I used to do a uh, for middle schoolers did a travel camp, meaning that we every day they would 
load into two 15-passenger vans, and we would take them to a different spot. Uh, you know, we'd have one week would be surf camp, one week would be um, uh, amusement park camp, where we hit all the okay. one, we'd have paintball camp. But we also did a amazing race camp, and so every day we would go, or or we did a reality um, reality show camp. So one day was Fear Factor, one day was Amazing Race, Jersey Shore, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> the Apprentice, um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, one day we did Amazing Race, and so we went all through San Diego, and we took like the trolley, and we did all kinds of stuff, and we worked with businesses to say, "Hey, we want to come like to your restaurant and have them do this challenge. Is that cool?" And they're like, "Absolutely!" And um, so we did a lot of cool things like that. But as a plug. I have my Amazing Race ebook mm-hmm. on Patchwork, and uh, yep. it's my second most popular behind the escape room um, resource. So check that out too. Definitely, yeah, that's a good book. I I have that. You have somewhere that. In one hey. of, my problem is you have so much good stuff that I have it and haven't gone through it all yet. What? So I'm like something will come out, or you'll have a special. I'm like up oh, buying it, and then it I, it's like okay, yes, we're gonna do that. So <laughs> then I can pull it out. Or I'm pretty um, proud they, of that one. There, there's yeah. there's some neat things you can do with an amazing race mm-hmm. program. So yeah, no, that's a cool. I got it. So I just haven't gone through it yet. That's one of those. <laughs> Fair enough. One of those. So. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, I think. Yeah, that's, I, oh, did yeah. You I think one? specialty camps are are definitely. I mean, it's just it's a a different marketing kind of thing for your camp like hey it, we have this special camp that's going to attract this group that, that a group of people that may not be interested in camp so much right because that camp's not their thing they're not fishing they're not kayaking canoeing whatever but man they they are totally into harry potter or they're totally into you know comics and and the superheroes right. and so you're you're attracting a whole different group of people Huh. Well, and I hadn't even thought about the whole, you know, because camps are always looking for, well, a lot of camps, uh, overnight camps are looking for ways to increase their income, right? Because if you have mm-hmm. more income, then you, you can do stuff with your facilities, maybe pay staff, maybe have more programming, yep. whatever. Bringing in more money is good for, for camps yep. um, because the camps usually need it. So having these little retreats like you have, I yep. think that's a great idea. It's the, it's the year because summer is full. It's right. the rest of the year exactly. that we're putting stuff in to get people out of camp in the fall, in the winter, and stuff. And not so. only do they come for whatever that retreat is, but they see your camp and maybe mm-hmm. they go, hey, I'm going to send my kids, or, or the kids are going to be like, I want to come back here for summer. Yep. Uh, so I think that's great. Yeah. Cool means. All right. Next week, we are going into uh, a month of spicing up your activities and activity areas. I'm excited about that. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of things you can do besides just the oh, we're going to archery. Hey, we're mm-hmm. going to zipline. You know, where the kids and even the staff are getting a little bored of it. Well, the, you don't have to be like, well, let's not do archery this year, or you know, let's just kind of hurry through it. You can spice things up and to where your return campers are like, oh, okay, I'm into this again. Uh, so we'll talk. We'll talk about that uh, all next month. It's going to be a good month. I've already started notes. So it's going I to bet be good. you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, from around the campfire, this has been Kurt and Chris. Uh, thanks so much for listening.
Let's get ready to program. All right, should I start off that way? <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs>